guys, I'm your host Angel. Hey guys, I'm your host Paige. And this, this is, is the Dear Little Me podcast. Woo! Uh, a, pod- <laughs> a podcast where we update you on all things Demi Lovato. Um, Demi Lovato is a person we thoroughly enjoy. Mm-hmm. And we have this podcast to keep you, all you Demi fans, Lovatics, updated on everything that Demi is doing with their life. So we have a lot to talk about in this episode, a lot of updates. Um... Regarding the album, yeah, mostly, yes, and good. some other things sprinkled here and there. But yeah. if you're a Levotic, definitely subscribe. Follow us on all the streaming platforms. Spotify helps us out a lot yes. if you go over there and listen to it. But holy fuck, we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> um, so we are going to go over the track list. Demi just announced. I think it was yesterday. Yeah, the track list for the album, sixteen track album. Yes. And we are going to read off all the tracks, and then there's um, descriptions that Demi wrote about each song. So we're just gonna like read it, say like our predictions, maybe like our thoughts. Yeah. So do you wanna read the songs? Okay, here we go. Okay. This is the official track list, everybody. And if you guys don't remember, we claimed our tracks long before the track list was uh, released, so we're uh-huh. gonna be able to like see when it lines up. Anyway, so first song is Freak. Featuring Youngblood. Which is shocking. Yeah, very shocking. <laughs> uh, second is Skin of My Teeth. Third is Substance. Fourth is Eat Me featuring Whirl and the Serpent. Uh, then we have Holy Fook. <laughs> uh, 29, Happy Ending, Heaven, City of Angels, Bones, Wasted, Come Together, Dead Friends, Help mm-hmm. Me featuring Dead Sarah, Feed, and Forever For Me. So there's a couple on there. We thought we like knew all the tracks, but yeah, I mean, what? I think I don't think any of the snippets were scrapped though, considering like all. Yeah, of them I as far as I know, maybe correct us if we're wrong. Because uh, well, people were saying that like wolves might have been scrapped, but then someone was saying that oh. feed might be wolves. Oh yeah, probably. So, yeah. That makes sense. So I think we actually like none of the snippets got scrapped. We actually got every single one of these. Ones. I think so. Yeah, and yeah. then more. I yeah. mean, I don't know what twenty nine is. That's really interesting. But the track that you claimed is what one? I claimed four, which is Eat Me featuring Whirl and the Serpent. And I claimed ten, which is Bones. So, so we have to see what our reaction is to those songs when the album comes out. And we'll let you know yes. if we still uh, claim them. Yeah. So let's move on to Demi did a description for each track list. Okay, so Freak. This is the description. This song is basically about feeling like an outcast. You feel like a misfit, but you're also owning it and you don't care what people think and you're kind of taking the power back. That's what I thought when I heard the the snippet. I was like, yeah. I feel like Demi's like, yeah, basically taking their power back, like making, uh, going along with like the jokes of Demi being like a freak. Just And it really stems from Demi like being into aliens as if yeah. like not, uh, like no one else is. Like exactly. that's, it could, it's a common yeah. thing, you know? So... I'm excited for that one because I really liked the uh, snippet that we got. So, Skin of My Teeth, I mean, we've we've heard. Yes. <laughs> the description for Skin of My Teeth is, when I got into the groove <clears throat> of the album process, <laughs> it was just so cathartic for me, especially because I had just gotten out of treatment again, and I wanted to make a statement of, like, I see, I see you, and this is what I'm going through, and you're not going to make me feel bad about it. Quote, unquote. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I never really, like, picture that as, like, the... I mean, I knew what the song was, like, about, yeah. but, like, I didn't think of it as, like, you're not going to make me feel bad about it. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. I don't, that's... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Um, 
substance. I wanted to make a point that we live in a world where nothing is real anymore. There's so much that's lacking substance from the content that we intake to the activities we do in our normal lives. We're always on our phones, we're always on the internet. And I wanted to make a song that was saying how I miss the substance that used to be in the world we live in. I like that a lot. I feel like you can also like get some conspiracy theories out of that. Like the whole like the world is a simulation type feel. Oh, like I feel like that would work with that song. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we have your, your claimed track. My claimed track. I'm very excited. It better be good. Yeah, it's going to be good. <laughs> Manifesting it. Um, Eat Me featuring Royal and the Serpent. It's about thinking the power, taking the power back of what people think of you. I was able to collaborate with Royal and the Serpent. She's so incredible and so powerful. And us together on this song was something that I was really excited to do together. And I'm still excited about it. I wanted to write a song basically about how I'm tired of spoon feeding myself to the public. This is who I am. Take it or leave it. Sounds good. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Sounds really good. Now we have Holy Fuck, which is the writing process for this song was really fun because there's some, I don't want to get in trouble for saying this, religious undertones to it because holy is religious and fuck is not clearly. It was, oh, is that, is that a typo? <laughs> W-S? It was very tongue-in-cheek and I had oh there's a couple typos in here and I had a lot of fun writing this song with my co-writers it was very oh my god I can't believe I'm saying this Holy I, fuck. Think, I think a lot of people are probably be mad about it that's because okay. like the religious aspect of it you think like people are gonna be comforted and yell like, yeah probably yeah. but 29 let's hear that yes. so we get a 29 feel for this song I heard some people speculating that this song might have been a diss at Wilmer but then again it's also the age that Demi is yeah so yeah um, could be the, and it comes out the date the album comes out the day before Debbie turns 30 so yeah okay maybe it's like saying goodbye to like my 20s. goodbye to 29 yeah. yeah goodbye 29 yeah uh it's about the wisdom that comes with age you know I've had certain experiences that I've looked back on and I've had a lot had a lot of clarity on and I wanted to write a song about it I've had a lot of clarity in several experiences in my life whether it be romantically whether it be just like growing pains this is one of them hmm so just like a coming of age song. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that gets you thinking. I have no idea. Happy ending. Happy ending. The overall meaning behind the song was kind of this helpless, hopeless feeling that I felt in the depression that I sunk into. I'm asking myself and others, am I gonna die trying to find my happy ending? It was a very challenging song to write because it was so honest, but it was also very cathartic and therapeutic to get off my chest. Love that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we're moving right on because I don't. I don't know. The snippet was good for happy ending, but yeah, I like this. Yeah, I liked that. Demi clarified like this was a song that they don't feel that way anymore. I yeah. don't know if you remember the snippet, yeah. but just to clarify, because I remember people like being in my DMs like, "Do you think Demi's like relapsing again?" I was like, "I don't think so." I yeah, think it's just, and it's just like a yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, heaven. Heaven. What is this? Uh, growing up, I was often shamed by my religion for exploring, and I just wanted to write a song about it because I was in this place where I was angry. I had just learned a lot about myself and what caused my anger, and I learned to honor my anger in treatment, so I wanted to write a song that was taking my power back and my sexuality. Oh, I love oh, that! Yes! Maybe oh a gay God. anthem? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. Okay, I can't wait for that one. City of Angels, which I was... I'm really excited for this one. It's basically about being in LA, being bored, but wanting to have new experiences. And once again, it's a very sexually charged song. It's like, I want you to make me scream at the Roxy. I basically want to experience LA like it's new from different angles. Oh yeah, we already, I, yeah, we know what that means. Yeah. Okay. 
10 bones bones this is Paige's claim trash um it's that feeling of when you see somebody for the first time that you're attracted to it's an instant crush that's exactly how you feel when you see someone for the first time that you're just so attracted to okay that's a very vague I mean, description have we heard the snippet of yeah we this? have yeah i yeah. can't keep up i i'm not quite sure we've got so many snippets <laughs> i know i know wasted it's no secret to people that I've struggled with addiction and hard drugs. I wanted to write a song that's about saying there's no high that compares to being high off of which... Uh, what? That compares to being high off of you. Oh, which is the song that you think is about getting wasted, but it's actually about falling in love and having the best high of your life from someone else, not from drugs. Cute. I like that concept of like taking the term and turning it into something like beautiful. Yeah. Uh, 12, come together. Which, mm -hmm. remember, we were, like, joking about this one, how everyone's going to be in the crowd, like, come together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it definitely sounds like a sexual song. Yeah. Um, so, it says, it's not what you think it is until you listen to the lyrics. You hear the title and you think, oh, wow, this is a unifying song and it's another sexually charged song. <laughs> I knew it. If I you're fucking it. up. If you're, I said if you're fucking up. It says if you're picking up what I'm putting down. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, yeah, obviously it's sexual. <laughs> yeah, if you listen to the snippet, like, that's the, I think we talked, yeah, we talked about it for sure. Um, that was, like, the vibe I was getting to, of course, that was sexual. Oh, oh, here we go. 13, Dead Friends. I've experienced a lot of grief in my life, and I wanted to make a song that was reflective of the people that I've lost, the friends that I've lost. Um, I've lost a lot of friends in the past few years and at first it started out as a ballad. It started out as a slower song, but then when we sped it up, I was like, it really changes the feel of the song from being sad and, oh no, melon, melon, Collie, melancholy. That's, I've never, okay, we gotta add this. I'm not good at <laughs> pronouncing shit. I'm sorry. Sit, we'll add the intro in. You're welcome. Um, Saturday, melancholy? Melancholy. Melancholy. Melan, melan, melancholy. I would have been like me. Melancholy. <laughs> melancholy. What the fuck does that mean? Like sad. Oh, sad and melancholy to actually be. Okay, let me just start. It really changes the feel of the song from being sad and melancholy to actually being in semantic. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. We're gonna just skip over me. This, if you, this one's for you to read. Yes, yeah, not me. I'm not. A, I'm not a good reader. Okay. All right, number thirteen, dead friends. <laughs> um, I've experienced a lot of grief in my life, and I wanted to make a song that was reflective of the people that I've lost, the friends that I've lost. I've lost a lot of friends in the past few years, and at first it started out as a ballad. It started out as a slower song, but then when we sped it up, I was like, it really changes the feel of the song from being sad and melancholy actually being anthemic and honoring my friends in a way that remembered the good times with them. Oh. So it's like a nostalgic song, maybe? Maybe. maybe. Okay, because, like, would it be, like, involving, like, Marissa? Well, did you see that Demi was following Marissa again? Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? But, like, dead friends, like, who would yeah. that be referring to? I wonder. I don't know. Guess we'll see. Yeah. All right. Let's listen 14, to <laughs> Help me. Featuring Dead Sarah, I wanted to write a song that was empowering and kind of like a clap back to anybody on the internet that thinks they know what's best for me. There are so many people that have opinions and tell me what I should do and how to be and how to act. And this song was basically like, no, I'm not going to listen to what you have to say. I'm going to do me. Okay, period. Then. <laughs> 15, feed. Mm. Uh, it's just a little... 
it's just like a reminder that we all have good and bad inside of us, positivity, negativity, and it's what you choose. Do you choose to be a pessimist or do you choose to be an optimist? And we choose on a daily basis. It's a reminder that like I'm in the driver's seat and every day I get to decide what direction my life goes in. Okay, okay, cool. All right, last one, forever for me. This feeling that I want people to have while listening to the song is the hopefulness of falling in love. Sometimes you deal with the pain and you deal with the struggle, but the parts of life that are worth living for are the moments of joy. Life can be a roller coaster. If you make it through the lows, it makes the highs so much sweeter. Cute. I like that this whole album, like it's still, like even though Demi changed their complete genre, like it still encompasses Demi as a whole, right. like their songs being like of meaningful value. Like exactly. every song has like a meaning to it. Exactly. So um, comparing Demi's last album with this current album, obviously we've only heard two songs, but um, it was... Demi was asked the difference between the two albums, like how they compare to each other or um, I'm not sure exactly how it was worded, but it was interesting because Demi said, when I look back at my last album, I don't know who that person was. There are songs on there that I was very proud of, but there are also songs in there where I'm like, I don't know that person. I think I was really struggling to find my identity as an artist, as a person, and now going into this album with a clear head, I was focused. I was able to write what was important to me without being clouded by substance, substances. So that's interesting because I'm sure well, we can actually go back. Well, we didn't start the podcast till afterwards, but like I remember Demi saying like that was the most proud, like the project yeah. they're most proud of. But I feel like Demi says that every time. And when you think about it, you obviously don't want to release something that you're not proud of. Yeah. So I would assume like from here on out like Demi will probably look back on this album and, and say like oh I'm not as proud of like this album as I whatever you know whatever like album Demi's putting out mm -hmm. at that time looking back on this one so that just goes to show that Demi is growing and evolving because um they can look back and be like I'm happier where I am now like I thought I was happy then but it's possible to continue to like work on yourself and you know um just better yourself and I I think it's I think a lot of people do like shit on Demi about, and I've said it too, like I feel like, oh, Demi always says this, like I'm the yeah. most passionate about this project or um, I'm at like the happiest I've ever been or, you know, whatever it may be. I'm, oh, and I'm, I'm showing like my true self, which Demi was kind of really saying in the for the last yeah, album, Demi, last yeah. era. So like I said, I feel like it's a good thing though because Demi can recognize like that they've changed and that they're continuing to grow, if that makes sense at all. Yeah, and I think it's, like, more or less not that Dancing the Devil wasn't Demi. It's just, like mm -hmm. you said, Demi has evolved since then. Like, it's not, like, I mean, Demi's saying, like, I don't know who that person was. Like, it's obviously, the, like, it was Demi. Yeah. just, like, a different chapter of Demi's right. life. Like, and it's just, like, turning the page and, like, going to a new one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just looking back and just seeing. And, and it has, it's been, like, a year, right? Yeah. Over a year since the last album. And it's not, it's, like, no secret that Demi has changed but I think it's really inspiring to look at Demi and see all the different phases that they've gone through in their life in their career and like for me it make it really makes me want to work on myself and be a better person and I think that's why I I love Demi so much there's so many reasons but that's a big one too because Demi is so open and honest about and not only their struggles but their struggles of finding themselves and 
yeah, I feel like we all have hit that point in our lives. So I don't know. I appreciate Demi always talking yeah. about that stuff. It's something we can all like relate to and there's no yeah. one else out there that I know of at least that's like being so vocal about things like sexuality and gender like struggles. And See, I wouldn't know. I really don't follow anybody else. Like <laughs> yeah. if I follow Demi, I just don't have the time. So maybe there is. We yeah. can't like discredit anybody. But yeah, exactly. Like all we really know is like Demi and that's what Demi's just known for. Yeah. And that's also Demi's downfall with some people some people don't like it yeah. they don't they don't want people the celebrities to be real people they just want them to be oh you're a celebrity you're supposed to be this way mm -hmm. and it's like that's why i like demi and with the sub with substance that goes hand in hand and you can see that in the album um the music video that we just reacted to if you guys haven't seen it we'll have it linked down below you could see that demi's um just like fighting that stereotypical with La La Land. Like, it's been from the beginning. Yeah. Demi's always been like this. So, um, and then, let's see. There was a couple things that we did also want to mention. Um, yeah, we should give you guys, we're going to give you guys some good news in case you were really upset with the way that Skin and My Teeth was promoted. I know a lot of people were. We talked about it. Yes. Let them know, Angel. Let them know. So, Skin of My Teeth was more of a statement. We're pushing Substance to radio as a proper single. Um, this was Demi talking why Skin of My Teeth was released first. Um, which I guess kind of makes sense because, like, if Demi just wanted to, like, I think of Skin of My Teeth as, like, a because obviously we're transitioning into an entire, it's not even just a new era, it's an entire new genre that we're transitioning yeah. into. So, I feel like Demi just needed to, like, do a little, like, you know, when you put like your toe in the water, yeah, did, like a yep, little, a little titty, <laughs> yeah, to like see how it would go, and then like once they saw the reaction from everyone and like how, mm -hmm. they, you know, how people reacted to it, that's when they're like, okay, I could drop another single and actually yeah. like, push it to radio now. Yeah, and yeah. I think Demi said this is a good song for the summer, and I agree. I think it's fun, yeah. really fun, really and fun. yeah. And then um another little quick reminder or news, in case you didn't know, according to Odyssey, Demi will be co-hosting Jimmy Fallon in the upcoming weeks so promotion is starting yes. um demi's performing i think we mentioned on good morning america i actually got tickets so if you're going let me know i would love to meet up there or something just run into some of you guys would be really cool but it seems like the promotion is there and also we were just watching a bunch of interviews and different yeah. things and i mean the, the song was just released today i'm sure other things are in the works but that was already more than Skin of My Teeth got. Yeah. But it makes sense now. It's like, oh, why wasn't Demi, like, why weren't they pushing the song? Why was there, like, it was just Jimmy Kimmel and then that was it. Mm. And it makes sense because that song isn't being pushed to radio. Yeah. Which I feel like out of the two, Skin of My Teeth and Substance, I could see Substance on the radio for sure. Yeah. So, and my sister said the same thing. We gotta, we gotta go with what my sister's saying, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, somebody who isn't a hardcore Demi fan. We're biased. Yeah. So... So for our Dear Little Me segment, this episode we're going to be talking about our um, least favorite Demi music videos. We talked about our favorite, but we're going to spice things up a little bit. And talk and about we get the, we're going to get the people mad. Yes, we're going to start something controversial. Yes, I was just about to say that. <laughs> uh, my personal least favorite music video is Melon Cake. Uh, one, because it was just really random. I feel like it was just thrown together and not really planned out. Um, it was a cute music video, but I just feel like it was like didn't sound like a storyline. Didn't have any like Easter eggs in it. It was like just Demi singing in a patch of grass. For most of the music video. <laughs> I have to, I have to watch that again. I don't really even remember it. Huh. Um. So mine would be. I haven't seen this music video in a really long time. So maybe I'll 
I have to watch it, but I feel like neon lights because I just am like so over the song. Like I'm just really, if I never ever hear, I don't know if Demi would ever perform Baby, it again. Yeah, I just, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, but it also like does bring me back to like a great time in my life. Like I always say, and it brings me like back into the fandom when everyone was just so active yeah. and it was fun back then. Like I remember yeah, like, time was solid. it was like the best yeah. and that was like my favorite tour, but Maybe it's just a song. I have to watch it again, so who knows? I'm probably lying, and it's not my least favorite. But that's, like, off the top of my head. Yeah. So, highs and lows for the week. My low is that I have thrown up twice since I've been here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't you know had what, ginger ale on the way. I don't know what happened. I don't have COVID or anything, obviously. Um, but I just, I randomly had a headache, and then I got sick. And it happened twice in, like, the span of an hour. Yeah, it did. I really don't want it to happen again because, like, I hate growing up. I know. Hopefully the ginger ale will help. Yeah. I'm, like, trying to think of other ways. Like, I'm just, like, such a, like, and not even, I don't think if I was a mom. I was going to say, probably your mom. I don't know, but I feel like I'm always, like, like, trying to just, like, okay, what can I do? So I was, like, do you want to have, like, a cloth over your head, like, something? I don't know, just to make you comfortable, but... Hopefully that helps. And yeah. then your high. My high is that I'm here in Connecticut with Paige. We only get to see each other like twice a year. Well, <laughs> we've we've seen each other since starting this podcast. This is the fourth time. Yeah. But we saw each other two times in July last year. Yeah. So in like a year's time, we saw each other five times, I would yeah. say. Which is pretty good for like long distance if you guys don't know. Obviously, I mean, if you watch, you would know we don't live in the same state. Mm -hmm. So, but we're going to be together in October. So we have a set date of when we're going to see each other next. Yes. So we'll record a podcast then and we're going to go to the, uh, I almost said the Neon Lights tour. <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Fuck tour together in Connecticut. Yes, it's going to be our first concert together. We were supposed to see Demi together in 2018, but... Things happened and messed that up. Yeah. Uh, but we're officially see Demi in concert Four together. years later. Four yes. years later. I'm very excited. I can't wait. Uh, so my low this week has just been the stress of Ren's birthday parties tomorrow. So it's been a little stressful. Um, my high, of course, is that Angel's here. Well, also it was Ren's birthday. We had a really fun birthday of the day. We went to the zoo and then we had all of our family over for cake and and a presence at night and it was just a lot of fun um just celebrating Ren so I'm excited to celebrate her tomorrow and um just be done with uh buying and spending money on mm -hmm. decorations just because I've never had birthday parties so I like try to go all out for her yeah um so yeah that would be that'd be it for me for this week but it's nice to have Angel here and Angel's gonna help hopefully Angel feels better send Angel some well wishes if you're a manifest this is going up on Sunday so hopefully I'm done throwing up oh that's right I was like oh it's going right up now <laughs> uh yeah hopefully that's not the case because yes. we're going to the wine we're going to a winery yes it's very fun because I'm an adult now <laughs> so I think that's it for us again this week but we will see you guys next week for your weekly dose of Debbie uh, we're not going to say bye yet because we have to do a little reminder. Yes. Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> I was about to say it was the reminder. <laughs> um, please, 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 friendly reminder. Uh, we love interacting with you guys on YouTube, but it helps us so, so much if you listen to us on streaming platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Helps us so, so much. So if you can, please listen 
uh, to the podcast on streaming platform and then come watch us on YouTube, you know? Yeah. It's a lot more fun. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you guys next week. Bye guys. Bye. I'm sorry that it took so long to baby.